Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cash That. This is your host, Joe Delera. Sorry, we had some technical difficulties here. Uh, we had our fantasy draft, draft last night. So uh, we're going to be doing a little quick hitter. This is going to hopefully be up for you guys in time to for like a little late night or a little evening um little evening session or maybe like while you're driving home from work hit you on that hit you on that rush hour pod uh, so so I'll try to keep it quick um going to cover Eurobasket for the Action Network and Eurobasket's really fun it's a tournament that obviously it just involves uh the European nations um but it it's all the teams that are basically part of Euroleague and there's 20 there's 24 teams is the format uh, it starts on September 1st at 7.20-ish a.m. Eastern Time, and it ends September 18th. Um, it's really like peak degenerate, so it's nice in a way because these games are starting at, you know, 7.20 or whatever, so you can you can watch everything, by the way, on ESPN+, and they have the schedule on their website, and there's going to be articles with all these links coming out from at Action Network that I wrote, including some of my best bets, but, you know, this is an easy way for you to hear it first, um, and look, the games, the last game's tip by about 4.30 p.m. Eastern time, and that's as we get further into the tournament. For the most part, it during the initial rounds, the group stages, Games are over. The last tip is by like three o'clock or so. So it's something, you know, if you got that dual monitor, keep that up, have your TV on ESPN plus it's It's going to be great. You're going to be able to watch games basically all day. And they really do have a lot of NBA talent. Um, I'm not going to get into the like all of the players, but I'm going to talk about some of the teams here on this episode that I think are going to be like really fun to watch or teams that, you know, maybe we can take something and apply that to the NBA moving forward. Uh, so one of the, a couple of the main differences is that Eurobasket is most similar to the Olympics. I think, uh, the quarters are a bit shorter, so it's about eight minutes left of game time. Three point line is a little bit closer. Restricted area is a slightly bigger. And two of the things that are really interesting, and I think are important. Um, number one, the most important change is that there's only five personal fouls, and that includes both personal and technical fouls. So that's important and something to keep an eye on. Secondly, in regards to defense, there are no restrictions on zone defense. So you can just park your guy, like you can park Rudy Gobert in the paint. You can park Jonas Valanciunas in the paint. You can park Giannis, Jokic. You can park those guys in the paint. There's no restrictions at all. There's no three in the key. And any player can touch the ball after it hits the rim. There is no goaltending in the same way that there is in the NBA. So defense, I think, is going to be a little bit more of a premium here. You should see lower scoring games than you do in the NBA. And uh, it, it, I think it favors some of these teams. Like France, I think, is going to have a very good defense, uh, mainly due to the anchoring of Rudy Gobert here. They're less exploitable in terms of matchup as it, like, as they would be in the NBA, do the closer three-point line, there's less room to cover. So it's like when you're playing drop coverage, it's a little bit easier. Uh, it's harder to exploit that in this specific setting. And with with zone defense, it also makes it a little bit more difficult. And, you know, you like you have really talented players, but you don't have, you know, like it's not like you have Steph Curry being able to pass to Clay Thompson on the perimeter or something like that. You're, you know, you have you guys like Luca out there, um, but they don't always have the same type of talent in terms of three-point shooting or drop knockdown shooting uh, that you could really use to exploit some of those things that we saw 
in the NBA with Rudy Gobert in particular. So that's definitely something that's interesting. First off, it's the way the format works is a 24 team tournament. They're divided into four groups of six, and those teams play in a round robin style. Then the top four teams in each group advance. But so, I mean, 16 teams in total make it through the knockout stage. Then those 16 team teams. Those 16 teams play in a single elimination tournament where there's ultimately a champion and there's a third place game. Uh, the third place game is incredibly important and something to keep an eye on because it is it does mean that the top four teams in the final four will play a ninth game. So when we're, we're going to talk about some of these props and some of these fun bets they have later, uh, but. Playing in the max amount of games is incredibly important when you're betting on these markets. Uh, and we'll we'll touch on that in a little bit. So look, Group A involves uh, Montenegro, Montenegro uh, Georgia, Spain, Bulgaria, Belgium, and Turkey. Group B is Germany, Hungary, Slovenia, Lithuania, Bosnia, and Herzegovina, Jesus, and France, France. Group C is Greece, Estonia, Ukraine. I know, I'm surprised too. Uh, Great Britain, Italy, and Croatia. And Group D is the Netherlands, Finland, Poland, the Czech Republic, Israel, and Serbia. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about each of these groups very briefly, give out a couple of my favorite plays or a couple guys that I want to watch. Um, and I think that Group A is fascinating because there, there's obviously... Spain has this big history and Spain has like been the team to beat uh, for years. And a lot of that had to do with not only the Gasol brothers, but they had Ricky Rubio. They had um, they have a great coach. You know, they, they have this pedigree of success and they've been a great basketball powerhouse for the past, you know, say 20 years or so. But now this team, they don't have the Gasols. They don't have Ricky Rubio. And they're basically a team that's like centered around. Usman Garaba, Juancho Hernan Gomez, Willie Herman Gona, Willie Hernan Gomez. So, you know, like they got Bo Cruz there uh, and they have an excellent head coach in Sergio Scariolo. Jeez. Uh, he was the assistant coach with the Raptors during their title. Uh, he was 2022 Euro Cup champion. Great, great roster, great coach, you know, and, and there is a lot of talent there, but I think they're mispriced in the market. They're favored to win Group A, and I, I genuinely, I, I really disagree with this, with the situation. I disagree with it. I think that the other team to watch out for here, and I'm not going to list off all the, all the odds for, you know, for some of these bets, and you know, for all of these, uh, for all of these teams to win the title, because I just don't think that that's necessary. I don't really think that that's necessary. But what I am going to talk about is how. When I'm looking at these groups, I think that Turkey is a bit undervalued here. Uh, Spain is a minus 120 favorite. Turkey is plus 110. Uh, DraftKings plus 120 at Bet Rivers. And then all the other teams are at least 12 to 1. The reason I like Turkey is that they are... They have some good NBA talent, in my opinion, and they have a good head coach. Their head coach is Urgen Adaman. Uh, he's 21, 20, 21 and 22, two-time EuroLeague champion, 2021 EuroLeague coach of the year. That's a great, that's some great pedigree there. And then their star players are really, you have Furkan Korkmaz, who is basically the Philadelphia 76ers version of Tyler Hero. 
Uh, they have Chetty Osman, great scorer. Uh, we we noticed that he, you know, during this past year, he really thrived in an expanded role for the Cavaliers, especially when certain certain guys were out with injury. And they have Rockets' second year player Alperen Sangoon, who is incredible. I love Sangoon. I cannot say more good things about this guy. Incredible defender. Great facilitator as well. And he just dropped 17 and 13 with two block shots in 34 minutes against Serbia, which is Nikola Jokic. So that's that's he played right alongside Jokic and he looked great. I like this team as an up and comer. I think that if Spain didn't have the pedigree, that they would be favored in this group. And I think that Spain is overvalued. So I'm going to be taking Turkey to win the group at plus 120. I already took it at plus 110, but I'll sprinkle a little bit more at the better number uh, at the different book due to line shopping. But I, I really like Turkey here. And the reason I'm betting that now, as opposed to waiting to just bet them on the money line in, in against Spain, because I think that would probably hinge on who's going to win the group, is that I don't... I think Spain is a little overvalued. I think Spain could maybe drop another game against one of these other teams. And then what that's going to do is because they're the last game in the group, their head-to-head matchup, I think that Turkey could actually wind up being favored in that game. And although I might get a little bit more certainty, I think that Turkey is going to be excellent in the group stage, and I'll take them at the plus number now uh, to win the group. Group B is the group of death. Uh, Germany is great. Uh, you're going to have Dennis Schroeder, Daniel Tice, and Franz Wagner. Uh, they're as high as 29 to 1 to win the title uh, or to bring home uh, the gold medal. Then you have Luka Doncic and Slovenia. They're plus 470 at their best number. I think that that's a fair number. That's a good number. Uh, but this team is good. You know, you have Luka, you have the Drogics, both Goran and Zoran. You have Mike Toby, you have Lado Konkar. And then their head coach is Alexander Sekulik. Um, next you have Lithuania at 12 to one to win and their final, their roster is finalized. They have Brzezikis, who's Nick's favorite. Uh, they have DeMontis Sabonis and Jonas Valanciunas and their head coach is Zalgiris Kaunas, Kaunas, something I'm trying here, guys. Um, I, the thing that I like about Lithuania is number one, I did not realize that all of these players are from Lithuania at first, but secondly, this coach, he coached the youth men's team to gold medals in 08, under 16, in 2010, under 18, 2011, under 19, 2012, under 20. So this is there's been a lot of continuity here for these guys. Like a lot of these guys have already played for this coach, and that continuity is important. These guys are familiar with each other. They're familiar with the coach, and it's a good opportunity for them to really you know continue to bond here and push forward. And at 12 to 1, it's a good number. Bosnia and Herzegovina, they got Luka Garza, Yusuf Nurkic. Uh, you know, I, I'm not buying them. They might they might cause some problems for some of these other teams, but I don't really like them to come out of this group. Uh, and France is as high as plus 550. France just won the silver medal in Tokyo in 2020, 2021. You know, it got a little weird due to the branding, but they have Evan Fournier, Rudy Gobert, Timothy Luawa Cabarro, Theo Maladon, Vincent Poirier, good head coach, and Vincent Collette. France is a team to beat as well. So the thing with this group is there's a little bit of value in terms of who's going to win the title here or bring home the gold because of the, the difficulty within this group. And based on the seeding, you could wind up with very a very difficult road 
to the final four and to a meddling game. So the thing to consider here is like, I don't know if I really want to bet on one of these teams, especially at this point in time until I know who's winning the group or, you know, what the situation is because you have in group B Serbia, or I'm sorry, in, uh, in group B, you have Slovenia. All these teams are plus money. Slovenia is plus 135 to win the group. France is plus 135 to win the group. Lithuania is plus 300, and Germany is plus 800. So then you have Bosnia and Hungary. They're both uh, 80 to 1 and 200 to 1. Those teams are not winning this group. They're not advancing. Uh, I would find it extremely unlikely, especially with the talent in these four teams. Now, the thing to consider here is that seeding is incredibly important, like I said. So... Lithuania is good enough to make a push here and, you know, potentially upset Slovenia, France. I, I struggle to see that necessarily with Germany, but you never know. So I I think that this is this group is so difficult. And honestly, like any slip up, if anybody slips up to Bosnia or Hungary somehow, it's possible that you could get ousted and not even make it out of this bracket, not even make it out of group play. So I'm avoiding any futures on these teams specifically uh, just because I don't like I, – I, I, I think the competition is a little bit too tough uh, within this, especially for a round-robin style tournament that you know it's entirely possible to drop a game here to somebody that you, maybe you shouldn't and it messes up your seeding and then you have a significantly tougher road into the finals. Next for Group C – we're looking at Greece. That's let, headlined by obviously Giannis Antetokounmpo and his brothers, Tyler Do Tyler Dorsey, Georgios Papagiannis, and Kostas Papanikolaou. Uh, he's an incredible defender. And then you obviously, and then you also have Kostas Slaukas. He was an All Euro League first team in 2019, and they have a great coach in Dimitrios Itoudis. And he was actually just voted the best coach in the tournament, actually. So uh, that that's definitely interesting. He was Euro League champion and coach of the year in both 2016 and 2019. You have Estonia, nobody notable. You the Ukraine has Svi Mihalik, and they're five fifty to one. You know, it's it's nice that they have a team going and representing uh, the country, but um, you know, it's not like the United States sending LeBron James's aid there. We just are sending billions of dollars. So uh, the, I I don't really think Ukraine is gonna do too well in this tournament, especially in this bracket. Um, you have Great Britain, uh, Italy is the other team is another team to watch here. They're at fifteen to one. They've got a final roster with Nico Mannion, Nicolo Melli. Simone uh, Fantacino and uh, Stefano Tona. He was the LBA MVP in the 2020-2021 season. And they have a good head coach in uh, Pazeko. So then to round out the group, you have Croatia. They're as high as 29 to 1. They finalized their roster as well. And they're a little sneaky, actually. They've got uh, Bojan Bogdanovic, Mario Hazonja, Dario Saric, and Avika Zubak with, uh, and Jolene Smith, who was the 2020-2021 Bundesliga MVP. Croatia is interesting here. Uh, Croatia is... 550 to or plus 550 to win the group. I don't really think that they'll do so. I I do think that they will come out of this group, but they're interesting and I'm one of the things I'm most curious to see about honestly is that I I'm curious to see how Sarge plays because Sarge I think was an incredibly important piece that the Phoenix Suns were missing the past couple of seasons and you know he's these is going to be some of his first game action 
And they're, I think they're good. Um, I, I, I think that Greece is a little bit overvalued due to the, due to having Giannis and, you know, he, Giannis has been reported. He has, he's dealing with a little bit of a back thing. So if he misses any time or if anything flares up, maybe there's a little bit of an opportunity for some other team to sneak in there because I don't think that Greece as currently composed is necessarily, uh, as good as they should be um, or could be. And a lot of it just is going to hinge on how Giannis plays and how Giannis's health is. But I mean, that's, that's obviously going to be the case when you're dealing with one of the best players in the world. As for group D group D is in my opinion, the worst group in the entire tournament. You have the Netherlands, Finland, Poland, the Czech Republic and Israel all with numbers at basically 30 to one or greater um, and at their best 50 to one or greater, depending on the book. So there's not a ton of NBA talent there and not that the NBA is the end all be all, but there's just not a ton of talent there. And then you have Serbia who is going to be a wagon and they are the favorite to win the tournament and they are my bet to win the tournament. And I'll get into it. Number one, they should cruise through this bracket. Uh, you have on that team, you have Jokic, you have Nikola Kalinic, who was 2017 EuroLeague Finals top scorer, 2022 ABA League MVP. You have uh, Vladimir Lucic, 2021 All EuroLeague first team, 2022 second team, 2021 German Cup Final Four MVP. You have Marko Gudurik. 2017 Serbian Cup MVP, 2019 Turkish League three-point contest champion, and you have Vasily Mikic, 2021-22 EuroLeague Final Four MVP and the 2021 EuroLeague MVP, and then the 2020 uh 2021-2022 top scorer in the EuroLeague. Dude's dude's great. He's awesome, and I have a special bet for him that I will talk about later. Um and a good head coach in Pesics. So I think that Serbia should cruise through this group. They are minus 300 to win the group. Uh, they are, depending on the book, they are the biggest favorite to win their group out of any of the groups. They should come out as a top seed in there. And then I think that will set them up on their road uh, and their path to winning to winning this Euro basket. Um, part of what I like here is that number one, they're the mo team that I'm most certain will come out as the top seed out of anybody. Secondly, Jokic just doesn't, his, he's so durable and he is not somebody that you need to build a team around. In my opinion, he is somebody that if you insert them onto any team, they will elevate that team. And that is what's going on here. Um, and they're surrounding him with good guard play, good defense, good defenders, and all these other guys that are MVPs in their own right in their own leagues. And then you add the back-to-back -back NBA MVP. This team is going to be incredible. I really like this team. And even if they don't blow teams out, what's going to happen is they're so good. They have so many different people and nobody is selfish. Uh, and that's something that's going to come from the top with Jokic. And I think that this is the team to beat in the tournament. I understand they're the favorite and that's not always fun to bet on, but I do think that they will be in the title game for sure. So to, to win a medal, they're minus 125 to make the final four. They're minus 135. And to make the finals, they're plus 175. I really like this. I really like them. I think that they win. They're as high as plus 380 on DraftKings. It's something that I'm going to be betting 100%. Um, 
Now, as for, I mentioned Turkey to win. I mentioned Serbia here. I think the part of the thing is that I think that the road that some of these other teams are going to have to play is a little bit too tough. Like, I think Greece's road is tough here. I don't like any of the teams in Group B. And honestly, out of Group A, like, I like Turkey to win, but I don't expect Turkey to really go very far after winning the group. So there's a couple different bets that I like, and I've been looking at a couple different markets. There's top point scorer, top rebounder, top assists. The one that I'm going to handle here, and it's going to be in the article too if you want to read more about it, is top point scorer. What's important to remember, obviously, is that you want to play as many games as possible, uh, and that's nine. Five in the group and four in elimination. I think that Luka is rightfully the favorite. He's plus 220, but I think that you're asking for too many things to go right to bet that. So I think that you either should bet their title, bet them to win a medal at at plus 100, or maybe even to win the Eurobasket MVP at plus 350, rather than betting on him to be the top point scorer at plus 220. Next, the player that I would look at is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Clear top scorer on the team. They're going to need him to be dominant. Just dropped 40 against Serbia, and I think they should make a push deep into the tournament. He's somebody, if I'm looking to bet a favorite, it's Giannis Antetokounmpo. But my favorite play is Vasily Mikic of Serbia. 20-1 to 1 at Bet Rivers. They tried to limit me already. I hope this bet is still up. Um it's 10 to 1 on DraftKings, which I think is also playable. I think Serbia is going to win this. I think they are going to play the most games. And with this type of pedigree, I think that Mikic can get this type of award. I think, or get this type of crown. He, when he just won these MVPs, he was averaging 18 points a game, which doesn't sound like a lot, but you have to remember there's eight minutes less per game so if you equate that to like 36 minute averages he's averaging 21 22 points per game so at 20 to 1 i think that there is tremendous value here so i'll probably be splitting my bet a little bit i'm going to play a little bit of him and i'm going to play a little bit of Giannis, and uh that's the way that i like to handle this market so this is my quick hitter for Eurobasket. I'm betting on Serbia. I'm betting on Turkey to emerge from Group A. I'm betting on, uh, you know, I'm going to sprinkle Luca to be maybe the MVP of the Eurobasket. And I'm also going to be playing uh, Giannis to be the top point scorer and uh, Vasilije Mišić of Serbia to be the top point score at 20 to one. So let's have some fun with this. I'll get some more plays out on Twitter. Uh, you know, hopefully you guys have time to listen to this, but these articles are going to be out there too. You can read them. Make sure you lock these bets in tonight and these start, this starts tomorrow. So this should be a good time. All right, let's catch that. When I feel your gentle touch and things are going our way.